Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, everyone. We're back. I'm Amir Yasai. We're back to the Twitter channel, honey, for AfterBuzz TV. We're going to jump right in. We have so much to talk about, but before we do that, Brian, Ollie, how are you, lovelies? What's going on? Amazing. So excited to be here with you guys. And like, yeah, every single week. It's so fun. Let's talk about orgies. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. Yes. I'm, I, we need to do, can we honestly, can we have a show dedicated to just like sex or something? <laughs> like that should be a, a week of just yeah. sex topics. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We will. Sex is cool. We will do it. I miss it. I miss, so, I miss it. I miss like, I, you know what I miss? I miss like smelling a man. Like just I the smell of a man. I literally lost it. I was like, yeah. you were like, mm, the smell for like two guys. I'm like, what smell are you talking about? <laughs> oh God. Well, that didn't go as, uh, that was not as well received. As um, we're going to move on. Uh, we have so much to talk about. We have, you know, Chromatica is doing songs and jock straps. Finally, Lady Gaga understood who is, you know, the wind beneath her wings. <laughs> gaze. It is us, gaze. I love that. So those are on sale. We're going to talk about all that. Um, in South Korea, they've had some major anti-queer backlash. So we're going to get into that. Um, a bunch of trans men got together and stripped down. And I, we're going to dive into that, honey. And that was everything. Um, a DJ from Rona Rave breaks his silence and it does not go so well. So we will discuss that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Entertainment uh, Weekly uh, did like a cover, a Pride cover. We're not going to have Pride this year. They've all been canceled. Um, so, I mean, we're also going to be prideful, honey. I'm going to run around my house here in a song, <laughs> dancing up a storm. Um, I don't know how my parents are going to feel about that, um, but either that is neither here nor there. So there's a lot of great people on the cover. We're going to dive into that. Um, we have Ollie's read all about it, honey. Um, and we can't ignore Tyra Banks. You must be living under a rock because they Twitter has been slaying the girl. They have come for Tyra Banks left, right, and center. Um, so we're going to talk about that. I can't wait to hear that from Ollie. And then we have Brian's pop diva dish with the queen herself. Kim Petras. So can't wait to dive into that. And then we have Jay Jordan, who's going to join us later, bisexual, queer, black man comedian. He's doing the most. So we're going to be able to dive into him and do a little interview. Dive into but before him, we... girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. Blame it on the thirst traps. Blame it on the thirst traps. He posted this picture in his white underwear, honey, and you could see everything. Oh. Um, so anyways, I, I'm getting, I'm losing track of the show. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to get back on track here. Uh, let's talk about Chromatica releasing on May 29th. They're going to release, obviously, along with thongs and jockstraps. Are y'all buying? Are we buying these? I am. Yes. <laughs> I just ordered mine. There's a bundle. Yes. If you order, you can order the thong, you can order socks, yes. or the jockstrap like I did. And it comes with like the, it comes with the digital album, so I'm just supporting Gaga as much as possible, and also myself for after 
after COVID-19. Yes. But they look so cute. Who doesn't want a pink jock that says Chromatica? Seriously. Like, Listen, Molly, you can wear them now. I'll wear them and walk around the house and <laughs> That'll yeah, be our next yeah, outfit yeah. for, what's that, May 29th. So in like three weeks on gay Twitter, we'll all just have our Chromatica jock straps and that's what we'll be wearing on air. So stay tuned for that, everybody. I'm kidding. Please <laughs> do, do not quote yes. me on that. Yes. <laughs> but I decided to like, I need to up my jock strap game. I just have like this one little cute black one, a couple other ones, but a pink one. Yes, like you said, Ollie, I'm here for it. It's going to match your hair, by the way. So, I'm <laughs> so, so and also Chromatica. So Hello, Gaga, Ariana Grande, Blackpink. Amazing. Let's Let's do it. I love it. And I think we're all ready for some happiness in our lives. And a pink, what's better than a pink jock strap? That's going to get us through everything. And listen, you don't even need a man to wear that. Wear it for yourself, honey. That's yes. what I say. So <laughs> wear it for yourself. Um, I'm here for Gaga. So, I mean, I wish we could just talk about her the whole show, but you know, I don't know if everyone's a full on Lady Gaga stand, but they better be. Um, mm -hmm. But let's move right along. Um, but before we do that, I just wanted to thank all of y'all for being here with Gay Twitter Panel. We're a new show for AfterBuzz TV. They are the ESPN of TV talk. They are bringing you this great content during quarantine. We have literally never been in the studio. We're a quarantine baby. We're a Rona baby. So, you know, like us, subscribe, go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. And listen, yes, we are a queer angled show, but we're talking about topics that relate to everybody. So mm -hmm. um, you don't have to be gay or, or bi or trans or LGBTQ to watch the show. I want to make that very clear. Um, but, uh, our next topic is very queer. Um, <laughs> in, um, in South Korea, there was a major anti-queer backlash because there was, after, um, South Korea was able to kind of reopen and, you know, their, their Rona cases were very low. Uh, there was a queer man who went to some gay bars and then was identified as patient zero for transmitting coronavirus to about 15 people, I believe, or four, four, I think it was 14 people. Um, and so from that, there was a lot of anti, um, you know, there's a lot of gay bashing, anti-queer sentiment, um, much like the way that people have been anti-Asian, even in this country against um, mm -hmm. Asian people, it's happening there uh, against queer people. What did you guys think about all of that and kind of that backlash? I'm curious. Uh, so, so unfortunate. It's just so sad. And like, I, when reading that article, we're just kind of knowing the history of South Korea, it's they're not, there's no illegal laws, like it's not illegal to be gay, but there is obviously still this stigma, there's still, it's still not as accepted, you know, even in the US, it's kind of the same thing, you know, it's still not as widely accepted as we would like, or as, you know, mm -hmm. as, as everyone doesn't embrace it as much as possible. So to have mm -hmm. this where we're coming like 100 steps forward, and this just took us like a 1000 steps back, especially oh. in South Korea, you know, it's so unfortunate. And my heart goes out to everybody that that happened to, I'm sure they wanted to like, kind of like us just go out and and feel happy, go out and have a good time when they thought that things were clearing up for them. And I guess it right. wasn't. So just my heart goes out to them, it's unfortunate. And I hope that this stigma doesn't carry even further than it already did. Cause I feel like it's just so, it's so dangerous to the LGBT community in South Korea. Mm, yeah, absolutely. it's well done. It just sucks. Like, I, I feel like there's always kind of like, we're trying to place the blame somewhere. And in mm. South Korea, it just so happens that this person was, you know, gay. And so it just, it just sucks. Like, I, I can't even think of like what that person must be going through. And like, I know my friends who are Korean, they've, out, they've been really outspoken about this. Like Soju from Drag Race has been very like, really spoke up about this issue. And so I just, my heart goes out to them and it just really does. Cause there's just so many layers. It's like, we're dealing with the pandemic and we're dealing with still the discrimination in South Korea. It's not illegal, but it's still very, you know, traditional there. Like a lot of mm -hmm. Asian households. Cause um, I'm not Asian, but I have a lot of Asian companions and friends and whatnot. And just growing up and knowing what their the struggles that they 
been through just kind of like some of them aren't even out yet you know they're they're mm. they're out to their friends but not their family and so it's just very heartbreaking that you know we we that the story did come about it's very unfortunate right, right. well it was also like all oh, you bring up a really great point as well and i think it's important like people like soju take up space and make comments and, and speak up against it. But I think you may, you touched upon a really great point that a lot of people kind of miss is that it's not America. So this idea in South, in South Korea, I've been there, I have family who's actually South Korean, my cousins are Korean and Persian. And I've had these conversations with my aunt um, and she made a really great point. She's like, what people don't know is in South Korea, the way the news is portraying this, it's making it seem like um, this one gentleman slept with 14 men, right? Oh. That's not oh what it God. is. So the misc it's being misconstrued in the media, which is then making it seem like, oh, gay men have no self-control. They're mm -hmm. running around. But the fact is he could have just been around a group of people. Right. Yes. So yeah, I just wanted to make that clear. And I love that you brought that up, Ollie. It's, those cultural differences are so important in having productive conversations. And a lot of people on gay Twitter were like, this is effed up. And they were getting, they were like, you know, cancel South Korea. And they were getting really upset, which Ooh. again, I understand the sentiment, but you have to understand it's a different country. Right, mm -hmm. girl, there are Not, people, you know, yeah, there's gays here that are having sex you know that yeah, are actually uh -huh. spreading it through sex so it's like let's not cancel south korea let's worry about our own country first yeah, uh -huh. before we start absolutely you know trying to throw stones at other countries when yeah. that's mm -hmm. not the case mm -hmm. i'm looking at you we ho queens no it's <laughs> 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 right. so true like oh my so gosh true. and i was talking to uh, brian earlier about like memorial mm -hmm. day weekend coming like mm -hmm. that's I hope it doesn't set us back even further because, you know, the gays are going to want to go out into the beaches and not just gays, like, obviously this is gay Twitter, but <laughs> people are, are going to want to go out to the beach and it's just, it's, mm -hmm. it's scary. You know, I'm going to stay indoors because I'm mm -hmm. alone, but, <laughs> but, you know. Just be careful. Right. Just be, I think it's a level of like, I always, I kind of explain it like this and a lot, I've told this to gay men as well that, that are wanting to go on dates. I'm like, it's like drunk driving and saying, I'll be fine. And most times you might go and hook up with someone and you might not get coronavirus. But the fact is you're putting yourself at risk and other people, mm -hmm. what if you're asymptomatic and you go to someone's house and you make their, I don't know, you make them sick and then they make their parents sick and someone dies. Oh. Like, do you want that blood on your hands for like, let's be honest, for about 10 minutes of pleasure. Like a lot of these grinder guys don't know how to get it. Ah! So that's <laughs> is it worth Drag it? Them. Drag <laughs> them. My weave is over there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry i said it you all are thinking it i just said it <laughs> um what are you gonna do right um but enough you know uh dragging these poor weho queens let's move on to people that i want to kind of give their due and give them attention so a bunch of trans men got together stripped down to their underwear and did like a fun viral video um i've spoken to a lot of trans people i've spoken to late ashley i've spoken to a lot of trans men who are kind of sexualized or fetishized and like about hyper masculinity mm. and there's no like it, it always like what Leif said that I loved was like being trans is fun and I, I hate that every time I'm in a on a panel or on an interview you take the fun out of it by always asking me about my transition or my genitals etc so I love this video that was just like these are hot people mm -hmm. trans or not like they're hot and we want to gawk at them and I thought that was fun I was like what did you guys think about the video I was yeah. thinking, are any of them single? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yes. I'm open. I'm open to dating after COVID nineteen. Uh, stage yeah. four. Let's get to stage or after stage four. Yes. Whatever. But it's cool because yes. I think a lot of these people probably have um, uh, people who look up to them. You know, because mm -hmm. they've made so much progress in their transition. So 
you know, there's probably trans men or trans women who are looking at these people and their bodies, just celebrating them. And hopefully that gives them the courage to transition, whether they want to do it through surgery or not. You don't have to go through surgery to be, you know, what to transition basically is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. So it's just, it's, it's, I think it's really inspiring and it's fun. I mean, let's just celebrate our bodies. Like everybody's beautiful regardless whether or not it's trans or not you know so mm-hmm. I, I loved it and i just i'm single so any if anyone <laughs> any of those men are watching just uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> i agree with that that's great i love ollie what you said it's like it doesn't and i love that you brought up the point of because a lot of people the way they understand transitioning is that like you have to be like fully femme fully masculine and mm-hmm. fully transition but right. i know a lot of people who are not they're just like i am trans i'm in the process of transitioning but it's not something i have to do so i right. love that you brought that up that's yeah c- the be the be all isn't just like the bottom surgery you know you could no. still it's like you are who you are you don't need the bottom surgery but some people want the bottom surgery for themselves sure. and you know so absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. and actually um Gigi gorgeous when she talked about um you know still having a penis a lot of people on youtube were like they were like, we've been, you know, hoodwinked and they were very upset. And she was just like, I saw the penis. I'm still trans. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? And I, I love that she was so open about that. And I thought that was really powerful. Um, Ollie, what did you, uh, uh, oh my God, Ollie. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys so much. I just love you so much. Yeah. Um, Brian, what are your um, thoughts about the video? What did you? Oh, of course. Share the same sentiments. They were so hot. It was so fun. And again, just mm-hmm. going back to this whole thing of just giving, giving, having fun and giving life to like, what's happening in the world or giving like some light because it's there's just so much craziness happening and for them to just have fun and be themselves and show how hot they are like that was just everything so I loved it yes it was it was like we need kind of that escapist like content Mm -hmm. right now like that's why TikTok is so fun when it's not homophobic and racist Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's I've blocked many people honey you're going for Vladimir today (laughs) yes always always um you know who else I'm coming from coming for is the CJ from Rona Rave. So if you don't know about the Rona Rave, we talked about it last week. They had a rave where people were, you know, partying and it was like, it, listen, it wasn't hundreds of people, but it was still a good like 50 or 60 people. So I still don't think it's okay. And I'm not like trying to defend it, but he went on to kind of like talk about it more. And unfortunately when you're part of a scandal, don't talk about it. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but it was a nightmare. It's on Twitter. He like literally was like, I didn't get a blowjob. Uh, uh. I was like, an idiot. I was like, are you defending this or not? I was like, what is going on? So what did y'all think about this whole, you know, and he got like a lot of backlash and he made it seem like, oh my God, stop coming from me. I'm a white cisgendered buff man. (laughs) I just don't have time for it. So what did y'all think about this? Do you think that he should have just kept quiet or do you think he should have addressed the blowjob rumor or whatever? Ah, He should have addressed something, but it was a terrible apology. I didn't even catch that, that I didn't get a blowjob. I I, I watched where he was just like, yeah, you know, uh-huh. I went back out and I put my mask on. So, like, I wasn't putting it in when I was at risk. I was like, what? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, it was so, so stupid. Like, don't, like, yeah, like I said, just, <laughs> if you're going to apologize, just, like, say you were in the wrong and move on. Don't, like, try to make an excuse. Like, oh, it wasn't even that bad. Or, you know, like, right. the blowjob wasn't right. even good. So, that's why it, it didn't mean anything. I'm like, I don't care if the blowjob wasn't good. <laughs> It wasn't worth it. Like, what the it hell? It wasn't worth it. it <laughs> Listen, yeah. Brian, I always say a moment on your lips, forever on your hip. So, <laughs> From it your lips to God's hip. <laughs> oh, it's not, God. It's not I love it. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is funny. That's funny. 
it just it was cringeworthy to watch i couldn't i i don't know why i watched the whole thing but i watched it's the kind, whole thing too <laughs> it's kind of it, there's no saving you just like brian said own your fault you just don't put the band-aids just rip it off rip the whole yeah. thing off you were in the wrong <laughs> for what you did because he was the I dj he was you know he he's i don't know if he was i don't know how you know clubs work how this runaway works i don't know if he booked it he planned it or someone hired him but mm-hmm. it's it's just not okay dude if you're if you want to do that then well first off don't do it but like be like the weeko gays and be super discreet about it i guess not but don't do it but it's i don't know it it just shows how much balls they had to put it on like their stories and to mm-hmm. put it on social media i'm like you really thought that this was okay and people weren't going to speak up about this it's seriously it's people are a mess it's baffling to the core and it's funny because the people that then came to his defense were that remember that group of like gaggle of gays that went to um part of Vallarta with that senator guy and they were posting early on in COVID-19 around April did you guys hear mm, that story about the mm-hmm, senator I think so and yeah he, and then they were like well leave him alone like he's just it, they were being safe and it's like y'all don't need to defend him y'all were running around Puerto Vallarta acting a fool during the height of coronavirus like in April so I'm just like these gays need to just like cancel themselves Listen, I don't want to cancel anyone. Just you cancel yourself. You delete mm-hmm. your social media and just quietly go away. <laughs> we don't need it. We don't need this in our lives. Like, it's too much. And, like, at this point, I believe people are under a lot of stress. And, like, you don't need to add to it by doing these parties. And, like, God forbid, like, someone is out there and they have a gay son that they're still trying to grapple with. And they see this on Instagram or Twitter. And they're going to be like, well, I don't want my son to be part of this community. So remember, yeah. our actions have a bigger effect. So just For sure. be aware, you know? And I'm not trying to be, like, a dad on a soapbox. But, like, gay Twitter as well was kind of echoing this. They were like, we don't need this for our community. We already have enough issues. Like, with RuPaul Drag Race, what Sherry Pie did, that's a mess. Then we have this, like... It just doesn't make us look good in the media. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need it. So I'm just like, uh-huh. I'm a little here for reversing kind of that damage. And you know what did? Entertainment Weekly, honey. They, <laughs> they turned it around for us because they are like celebrating the pride that we all feel for our queer figures. You know, we have obviously Mama Rue, Laverne, Elton, Janelle Monet, Lil Nas. I mean, Lil Nas is giving us some thirst photos. He's mm-hmm. so hot. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just him in that cowboy hat. Like I love I a know. good I love a good cowboy. You know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Save a horse, ride a cowboy, honey. Yes. Ride all right. a cowboy. See like Riverside County. Like... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Lil Nas takes his time, honey. Like he don't rush it. Yeah. So I, I'm here for it. I am here for it. Um, what did y'all think about this cover? Like, obviously, we don't have pride. Um, listen, we always have pride, but we don't have right. to organize pride <laughs> this year, right? So how do y'all feel? Like, do you feel like, I mean, I was kind of feeling a little nostalgic for my prides. And for, you know, first-time queer people, it's hard that they don't get to celebrate. But do you think this cover is, like, helping us to kind of heal and have more pride? What do y'all think? I, I think yes <laughs> like, I don't, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be all deep well i think no I, I i totally think it's awesome like i love that obviously we can't have like a big photo shoot or anything to keep everyone safe but it's cool to act it, like it's a beautiful like p- portrait or not a portrait mm-hmm. art that this artist made i don't know who the mm-hmm. artist of it but you know you see like these awesome queer figures in hollywood that it's, it's diverse it's not just a bunch of white gays or white yeah. you have like ryan murphy but you have uh like 
uh, Rue, you have Janelle Monet, you have, uh, I think Freddie Mercury's on it, Elton John. Mm-hmm. It's super diverse, Laverne. Yeah. Uh, so I, it just really spoke to me and that's why I just wanted to hear your thoughts about it. Cause it's going to be really interesting kind of going into like June and seeing like also like the companies that usually are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, turn rainbow. Are they still going to turn rainbow with their products or their, their brands, whatever they do, you know? So I'm really interested in seeing other people follow suit other other um brands follow suit of this if they they are going to at all i love that i love that and you know what they can do ollie they should probably do like a queers at home or quarantine queers (laughs) have all these brands and just have us like living like the way like you know mike canamara is doing from lady gaga's uh he's like one of her backup dancers he's doing he does a live show every uh, you guys have seen with a rainbow wig oh yeah so, mm-hmm. like, we can still have pride and it not be, like, fully organized. So, I think that they should do some, like, gays at home. Um, just love it, I think. Um, <laughs> Ollie, I think I... a lot of people are going to want to remove Ellen from that cover, but oh. fine. Oh. <laughs> you know, but, like, everyone else, I, yeah, listen. You know, I, this <laughs> I know. is not me speaking. This is gay, this is gay Twitter. This is gay Twitter. This is not me speaking. <laughs> Um, so they like, said that. <laughs> oh, I think. Uh, uh, oh no, I don't. Sorry, I just, isn't what's her name? Uh, Melissa Etheridge, isn't she on the cover? I, I don't know. <laughs> but it's um, so funny though. Like I saw uh, the the article about it, and it uh, was like the. No, the... Kristen... Sorry, Mary, I lost you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, no. All I was saying was, um, it's not Chris. It's not Melissa Etheridge. It kind of looks like her, but it's Christina. Um, not Christina, uh, Kristen Stewart, and then also, oh. um, who's that Grace and Frankie woman? Uh, yeah. Not Jane Fonda. Um, oh, Lily Tomlin. Lily yes. Tomlin. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, what I was going to say though is that yeah. in that article that you shared, um, it's basically an article from Vulture. They were like actually coming for the cover, like they were like doing these little cute little low key drags, like that's not Ricky Martin, that's a property brother, and I was like, oh god, like, <laughs> I literally like laughed, but it, it was savage. <laughs> it was so savage, so funny, but. I, I 100% echo what you said, Ali. I love the sentiment. It's perfect to share these queer icons <laughs> as we come up on June. Um, and yeah, let's just have our own pride with our Chromatica jock straps and just show the world <laughs> that we're here, we're queer, and we're not going anywhere. So absolutely, yes, that sounds wonderful. I'm so here for it. And you know, Vulture's low key always a little shady, so we love yes. it. They always <laughs> give us the shade. Um, so okay let's do our um let's do our pop diva dish honey yeah um brian give it to us give us that kim honey oh yeah <laughs> but i'm so excited to talk about kim petras this week for two reasons so obviously if you don't know kim petras music she is an amazing amazing musician she's a trans singer so amazing we love her um the reason mm-hmm. i want to talk about her especially because she has some great music out there right now she recently released a single for malibu um last week i sent this to you guys she did a preview of Malibu on Grinder. Like she shared the album, like the <laughs> song with the gays first on Grinder. Like I'm like, dang yes. girl, get that promo. Um, but uh-huh. she finally dropped the video, and we love it because there is some amazing icons in Hollywood in it. She has everybody from Charlie XCX. She has Paris Hilton. She has Madeleine Pesh, which I love for Riverdale, like personal. Um, so it was just amazing to see that video. Um, and yeah, what are you guys' thoughts? We love Kim Petras. I hope you guys do. So tell me. Oh, God. I love Kim. Where's my Kim love Petras jockstrap? You know? Yes. But I, she's such an amazing artist. Like, I really fell in love with her, like, a couple years back when, like, I just was, like, just broke Heart up. And, like, yeah, I just broke up with someone. Like, yeah, and I was just, like, but her music is so, it's so relatable uh, to, like, I feel like the gay community or just queer people in general, especially her mm-hmm. just being a trans pop icon 
icon, yeah. I'm saying it. She's going to be one one day. Yeah. But yeah. I, it just really, I think it really resonates with a lot of people. And I love that she released this song, Malibu in particular, because a lot of people want to go to the beach. They want to feel like, mm-hmm. you know, summertime realness, hot girl summer, hot boy summer, whatever. <laughs> and I feel like that's what, you know, you can still do that by listening to the song. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's kind of like, why I like the song so much as I do because it's it's for, she wants everyone to feel that way she wants everyone to feel like having a good summer during you know the these hard times that we're in definitely mm-hmm. absolutely I just listened to the song and I couldn't I was like it was like for me it was like Selena Gomez says I want a boyfriend I just listened to Malibu over and over <laughs> and over I was like Alexa again again <laughs> like she is just so good at like putting lyrics together and I actually mm-hmm. saw her um three years ago at a Bumble event and she oh, came in oh, and she was wearing, it was amazing. She was wearing a fur, Bryant. It was like light blue. Yes. And then she literally, she walked over the crowd. Like someone carried her and she walked <laughs> over the crowd. It was insane. It was like, Jesus, it was so come good. On, Jesus. It was everything. It was everything we needed. And she literally was like, I talked to Bumble and I was like, uh, the gays are not going to want t-shirts. So make it all crop top. She like knows her audience. So I I loved that. I love that. She's fabulous. And you know, her story, if you don't know, like she is one of the youngest people to transition the entire world. Mm -hmm. She was about 12, I believe, or even younger. She even emancipated from her parents to transition. So she has quite an amazing story. And I think that, you know, Billboard magazine covers her. She does a lot of queer panels for pride. She's very involved in the community. So I'm so here for her. So that's a great choice for pop diva dish, honey. Yes, yes. she's a queen. Malibu is amazing. And yeah, go check it out. It's so fun. And watch the video because there's some great people in Hollywood, uh, you know, having fun. She even has fans, which is so amazing too. I love how these music videos have been incorporating fans. Um, It just gives us a reason to kind of like just see who's out there, how they're having fun, how they're getting through this craziness, like on Mm -hmm. their own, because I'm going crazy. (laughs) Honey, yes, we are all feeling a little trapped. And I, I heard a quote that I really liked that I think you guys would resonate with. It was like, you can feel like you're you're feeling good and also trapped at the same time. So we all go mm-hmm. through those different emotions. You're like, okay, I feel good. And then you're like, uh-oh, here comes another emotion in the ocean. <laughs> yes. That sounds like me. That's me 24-7. <laughs> that's me real. <laughs> I love it. I love that, though. That's really good. I love that. That's amazing. Um, that's very relatable. Let me come here. Oh no, I don't know. Hi, can you see me? <laughs> Amir, are you there? Are you all good? Yes, yes, yes. We lost I'm here. Yeah. Oh no. Oh my god. Every time my... you cut out, we're like this. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like come back and I'm I don't know what's wrong with my internet you guys I swear I still live in 1995 dial up internet my parents call them, like <laughs> dial it up dial it up um, oh god don't say DSL girl uh-uh you're good um, <laughs> um Ollie tell us about this Tyra Banks backlash because it has been all over the place I know, not just gay Twitter, like Tyra Banks, America's Next Top Model, and TM was trending. And I just wanted to talk about this because this is really hard for read all about it. I grew up loving Tyra Banks. I grew up loving Top Model. I wanted to be on the show one day. That was my dream. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know why I love the show so much. I love Tyra always trying to like redef- redefine, you know, beauty standards. And she did. I feel like she did. And she really did make waves in the modeling industry, being a woman of color, re- reinventing her career herself you know like going from high fashion and petty to you know victoria's secret so i just love tyra banks i loved her show mm-hmm. 
However, kind of looking back at some of her shows, even the, her talk show, very questionable. You know, everyone's realizing, wow, Tyra, this show is a little bit problematic. And I, I have to agree. And it breaks my heart seeing, you know, past clips resurface and go viral on Twitter, such as, you know, blackface, telling a, um, telling a, a woman of color that her gap isn't going to get her a cover girl uh, cover. And there's just so much a girl's friend died and then, oh, you got to go shoot in a coffin. I know. So there's just so much. Ooh. And I want I don't know if you guys are familiar with Top Model as much as I am because yes. I'm a super fan. I Top, am. Mo- Top Model is one of the shows that actually kind of uh, got me into After Buzz and watching the After Buzz after show. So Ooh. I just, I am such a fan and it's so hard seeing Tyra. She even uh, sent out like a, a tweet apology this is all she's really spoken about. And it was more so kind of just like, guys, I I am sending you virtual hugs. It wasn't I thought it wasn't that much of an apology, but I really want to know your thoughts because it, it breaks my heart because I do love Tyra Banks and not to defend her completely, but it is a reality television show with a bunch of producers behind her. So I know she's sure. a face. So it's not like let's not just like cancel Tyra and attack her constantly, because it's a bunch of producers also with her behind the scenes that are actually kind of like running the show as well so what are your guys' thoughts on tyra banks and <laughs> twitter dragging her <laughs> for sure um i watched only clips of, of, of the top model and i did love it but going back and seeing what you mentioned those like recounts of it i'm like dang did that really happen on national <laughs> television like because it is so like you said questionable um i 100 echo what you said though because i did see the tweet from one of the producers that was like hey you know we produced this and we're gonna take credit for it as well but at the same token they both kind of didn't take credit for it like they're it's yeah. the same thing we're talking about with the the, the gay from the rona rave it's like just say mm-hmm. you effed up it wasn't a good decision and move on don't mm-hmm. say like oh yeah. you know we had to do this that or the other to like it was such a like work around that they were trying to do and it's just if you're going to apologize apologize move on and know that mm-hmm. you're going to do better next time but i yeah, think that absolutely. it was just such a weird apology and hopefully it doesn't happen again i don't think it's ever going to happen again but <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i yeah so ken mock was the creator who commented after tyra and was like you know but it felt like he kind of copy pasted what she said and added yeah. like three words so i was like Okay, it doesn't seem like you feel that bad. And I watched, I mean, listen, strap in, I'm a little older than the two of you. I watched it as it was live. <laughs> I watched it like, we're going to buzz your hair and then we're going to... Absolutely. Um, so I think that for me, like, obviously Ken Mock is the, the creator and the producer of the show, but like, he needs to like, he's taking some ownership, but at the fact of the matter is I watched it live. So I'm a little older than two of you. So I watched it live and I saw that stuff and I was like, wait a second, she's criticizing her gap. She's calling that girl. She's saying that girl's talking black, quote unquote. She like called out, she's like, you're never going to get a job in Hollywood because you are talking not the way people want to hear. And I'm like, Tyra, honey, you're from Inglewood. Like, ah. why are you criticizing her? Like, mm-hmm. I just never really got that. I was like, I, if I see someone who's Middle Eastern who might have an accent or is struggling, like, I wouldn't call them out. I would try mm-hmm. to bring them in. And I feel like she was, I don't know, like, she, like even that whole thing about the coffin, like, she was doing this stuff to be dramatic. And I think yeah. her sense of humor is a little off. Like, 
even on um, her show, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of her show, like she asked this girl who had problematic relationships and was like, oh, do you find these three guys attractive? And she said, yes. And they were all serial killers. <laughs> oh my God. Like, okay. like, right. No, I remember that. Bizarre. It was bizarre. I was like, what? And then she had Beyonce on, which was the weirdest interview I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Are you gray on What would you do when you're old? Are you by What would you buy? I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. oh. I live for those stupid ass interviews. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And then there's a bit of like transphobia. There's a lot of queer bashing. She told one of the models who did really well, almost made it to like the top two who was a lesbian and was like, you're never going to make it in this town if you're a lesbian. And I'm like, that's not true because look at Cara Delevingne. She's a supermodel and she's lesbian. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like some of that stuff is just, it was so tone deaf. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So well, shout, shout out yeah it's really hard because uh, i feel like almost like tyra kind of wanted to put through put some of the girls like what she went through because i'm sure tyra faced racism growing up and also being a model herself but she kind of wanted to drag them to the ringer a little bit i know like, god <laughs> she's like okay you're gonna wear these stilettos these six inch heels on a treadmill go walk the runway <laughs> like literally that was a challenge i was like you're gonna kill and their dresses were like super long so i'm like okay way to just kill your models girl but <laughs> come on amazing race but shout out <laughs> shout out to all like the successful top model stories like eva yaya uh, Takara, Niall, who's so damn sexy. He's <laughs> like, he's so beautiful. But it's cool that there are, despite like some of the hardships that the contestants had to go through, there's some, you know, success stories. And not all of them were just like failed reality stars. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And Ollie, I don't know if you saw this, but Sally Field's son, Sam Griezmann, he posted a really funny thing about that top model. He's like, you know, when they give him the envelopes, they give you all envelopes, manila envelopes, and then like 10 of them have an empty photo, but they show you the house first. So they all run through the house and they're like, yes! And then he's like, who's going to tell the ones with the empty photo that they're not staying? Like, whose job was it to tell them to go home? I thought that was really funny. Oh my God. Oh Oh my God. It was a good old time. Um, But you know what? Listen, we love Tyra Banks and we're here for her and um yeah we're just gonna wrap up there um any final thoughts guys stay home (laughs) listen to malibu yeah stay home be safe don't go to orgies don't don't even go to (laughs) single like sexual encounters don't even do that like unless it's your partner that you live with um yeah i can't i can't goodbye (laughs) honey use use your hand buy yourself a calvin like me and mm-hmm. call it a day. That's all you yes. gotta do. Cosmo Honestly, has a great article about your best vibrator for your horoscope. So check that out. It's her- <laughs> yeah. So you know, I read that when I was probably yeah. like thirteen. Um. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Brian started early, honey. Yes, we love it. We are mother, here I'm for sorry. it. I'm so sorry, mother. <laughs> yes. We are so here for it. Well, in the meantime, boys, tell me where we can all follow you. Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok as the Brian Santos. Catch me on AfterBuzz TV's Quarantine with the Stars. I have some amazing interviews. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And there's hot guys, Ronan Rubenstein. Love him. Check that out. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love hot guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey guys, it's Ollie Drennan. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at Ollie Dreamer. And y'all, you can follow. Thank you for being here. By the way. We're a new show. We love having the support for gay Twitter. We love you guys. Um, You can follow me at Amir Yass, A-M-I-R-Y-A-S-S underscore, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And Instagram, I try to do some IG lives, and I'm actually going to be doing a lot of lives for AfterBuzz as well. 
We're trying to engage the fans as much as we can. We love you. Mwah. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.